Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are getting very close to the end of Mark. I thought we might actually end it today, but the more I looked at it, I thought, no, probably not. <laughs> There's just so much I want us to reflect upon. I want you to see here in the Scripture, and I want you to take it before the Lord and see what He says to you. Remember what happened here. 16th chapter of Mark, verse 14. Uh, Jesus appears to the leaven. Okay, they're, they're reclining at the table. In other Gospels we see, He literally just walks through a wall. He just appears. The door's locked. And he reproached them. He corrected them because of their unbelief and hardness of heart. So here's my question for us today. Have we received of the Lord in the same way? Has he reproached us for our unbelief and our hardness of heart? Now, I'm not talking about a malicious intent or anything like that. Okay? Not at all. The, the, uh, the disciples weren't necessarily being malicious and evil when they refused to believe the reports. They just didn't believe the reports. They, in their mind, couldn't believe the reports that, the, that people had seen Jesus alive. So therefore, they didn't believe. But Jesus was saying, no, this is a hardness of heart. This is unbelief. And I do believe that many, if not most of us, who are true believers, have arenas within our hearts, arenas within the Word of God and what it says that we have hardness of heart about. Well, Jesus reproached them, and then immediately he says, Now, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. The Mark version of the Great Commission that you see in Matthew 28, every one of the gospels has a thing where Jesus says, Go. Then Jesus tells us some profound truths here. He says, he who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. Now, that disbelief, that's sort of an interesting kind of phrase right there, okay? It's the one who is literally faithless, the one who refuses to believe, okay? It's sort of a, a pistio means to um, have faith, to believe, okay? This has the letter A in front of it, apestio, which means to disbelieve. It's one thing, you know, I don't, I don't receive that. But it's like they knew, but they've chosen to not believe. And I think that goes to that Romans 1 passage right there where God testifies that there's two uh, things that he has done. He's put an awareness within every human being that he exists, a testimony within, and then there's a testimony from without that God is real. Okay, testimony from then and a testimony from without. So then Jesus says, these signs will accompany those who have believed. Okay, these signs will accompany them. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, folks, I really think this, this is far more profound than we have understood, even up this point in time. I think this is really a very, very powerful word for us today. We dealt a little bit with um, the um, picking up the serpents 
you know, passage out of Acts where uh, Paul was just you know, trying to get some firewood and a viper latched onto him. He should have been dead within a few minutes, and he wasn't. I think it's that kind of thing that the Lord will protect, the Lord will watch over. And then it also says, if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And it's within the same phrase, within the same sentence right here. And the idea being that it's unintentional, not the idea that it's a challenge of faith, that you sit there and drink things that you know are bad for you, poisonous things, whether it's things that are food or whether it's things that are chemicals that would kill you. No, you don't do that. Okay, but he's saying if you do drink something that is bad for you, if you drink something deadly, if you drink something poisonous, it will not hurt them. See, I think there's things that are happening right now throughout all of mankind and have been going on for decades, but particularly in recent days, things that are deadly to our bodies, things that are deadly. I mentioned it a little bit before, but things that are literally in our food. The way our food is made nowadays, the things that our food, what it consists of, use poor grammar, okay, what our food actually is, uh, the GMO kind of stuff, okay, things that I highly suspect are deadly to us, particularly in the long run. But then there's some things that we have received into our body uh, innocently. We have been told that this is good, that you need to do this, that this will help you, that this will not harm you. Okay, but now people are discovering, they're learning that they've been lied to. Okay, they've been lied to. All of us have been lied to, and they're finding out the depth of the lie. Some people are just beginning to suspect some things. Other people have known for a couple of years what the matter is. And it is quite easy to be just all of a sudden overwhelmed with fear. I think this verse right here is for us, okay, to help us. He says this, Jesus said this, those who believe that signs will accompany them. And one of the signs is if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. If you've received something into your body, if you've eaten something, if you have uh, taken a drink of something, any other way that you've received something into your body and now you learn that it's something that's literally a deadly poison, it's literally something that will harm you. Take it before the Lord and say, Lord, you know my heart. You know what was happening. You know what was going on. And I'm going to rest in this right here. I'm going to rest in the word that you said, that it will not harm me. And then the next phrase of this sentence is, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So have someone lay hands on you. You see that in the book of James. And to pray for you and say, hey, Father, reverse this that has happened right here. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I've known these verses right here for years and years and years and years. I suspect most of us have. But I think we're really seeing something right here, that the immediacy of the application uh, that the Lord wants to do this in our lives. He wants to use those who are believers to set the captive free, to cast out demons from them. He wants to do things in and through us which we can't do in the natural, to speak with new tongues and all that that entails. One thing I didn't tell you about that speaking in new tongues, you know, uh, People are so offended by that because that is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's one of the empowerments of the Holy Spirit. And I had a friend that said this years ago, and it just so resonated within my spirit because he said, you know, that the, the gifts of tongues, what it does, it offends our mind to reveal our hearts. 
because uh, people today and people back in the time of Christ find that offensive. Paul had to deal with in 1 Corinthians 14, some issues with that. Okay, They find it offensive, or they get very proud of it. If the Lord has granted the gift of speaking in the unknown language and tongues, they become spiritually and religiously prideful and arrogant over it. And no, 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 that's not what it's about. Okay, Not at all. It's to bring glory to God and praise to God. Uh, those who believe, if they pick up something deadly, a serpent, something like that, if they drink something deadly, a poison, it will not hurt them. And as a matter of fact, not only that, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So back to what I said at the beginning. Do you believe? Do you truly believe? Do you believe this passage that Jesus spoke right here? Or you just want to sit there and say, well, I'm not sure. You know, maybe that's not supposed to be in the Bible, and I don't see that kind of stuff happening. Oh, really? I think the next thing we're going to be doing in our little podcast right here is the book of Acts. And what do you think is going on in the book of Acts? <laughs> yeah, all this kind of stuff. Exactly. I know people come along and say, well, that was just for the early church. That was just for a time of transition. That just took place then. And then once we got all the Bible, we didn't need all that. Do I need to even begin to explain the foolishness of that type of mindset and that type of statement? Well, maybe I will explain it down the road, okay? Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you next episode.